0: Song is love. Glow-
1: I greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It is our desire that may God heal his people. Amen. Amen. God bless you. As we turn to the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah, the fifty-fifth chapter. Isaiah 55, verse 8, Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9, Amen, as I invite you to read with me, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Amen. Isn't so assuring? Yes. Somebody can condemn you with their thought, but it's not God's thought. Amen. Amen. Neither are your ways my ways, saith ways ways. The, the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, So are my ways higher than your ways. So are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts. And my thoughts than your thoughts. It means that you are limited. God is unlimited. Amen. Amen. Maybe the question would be do you have God's thoughts about you? Or do you have your own thoughts about yourself? Amen. Proverbs twenty-three the seventh verse for as he thinketh in his heart so is he for as he thinketh in his heart so is he Amen let's do uh, before I allow you to sit down Philippians let's go to the second chapter from the fifth verse, that's Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Let this mind be in you, Let this mind be in you. which was also in Christ Jesus. Who, being in the form of God, God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, God. but made made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men and And being found in a fashion as a man he humbled himself himself. and and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross Wherefore God also has highly exalted him, given him a name which is above every name. that at the knee at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, the name of, Jesus, every knee should bow. of things in heaven and things in, the earth and things, in the, earth. And things the earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord, to the glory of God the Father. As we bow our heads, the gracious Heavenly Father, we invite you this morning after we've read this portion of scriptures dear God we have come here to be edified so be gracious dear God that the intended purpose of this service should be achieved and the greatest purpose is for people to come closer to you dear God that when they leave this place they should be spiritually rejuvenated they should be spiritually agile They should be able to confront their challenges and be able to transcend beyond their challenges. Nothing is impossible with you. There is no problem that can never be resolved in your presence. There is no sickness that can never be healed in your presence. There is no way that cannot be opened in your presence. It means that in your presence everything is possible. But dear God there was a disclaimer only to those that believe Help us dear God to overcome our unbelief this morning That when we leave this place our faith must be developed And our faith must be based on solid ground That we can go back and wage a war against Satan And defeat him every hour, every day that is our desire, dear God. We are protected by you, and that we thank you, dear God. And we commit every man and every woman to you for your glory. All these things are asked them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. While you take your seats. Amen. God bless you richly. Now Amen. Are you happy to be in the service this morning? Yes. We are happy. Now we are back at four o'clock or four thirty for five for the Lord's supper. Amen. Lord's supper is a, is not optional for Christians; it's mandatory. Amen. How many believe that it's mandatory? Amen. I sometimes battle when somebody is baptized but they miss the Lord's supper it just doesn't 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 add up at all amen if you miss the lord's supper you're not a christian i've got no better way of putting it because he said to you this in remembrance who said so amen now, if your parent tells you to do something, you don't do it. You love your parent. You respect your parent. Amen. What more if it is your husband? Amen. This do this in remembrance of me, not of the pastor of the church, but in remembrance of me. It is very. I can never overemphasize this. It's absolutely critical for Christians to attend the Lord's supper. Amen. There, there is a promise of healing In the Lord's Supper Amen For 40 years after The Israelites partook the Lord's Supper They walked Without their clothes being torn apart Without their shoes being worn out For 40 years in the wilderness If it worked for them It will work for you So attend the Lord's Supper It will do some good Amen transport is available uh, just say uh, if you need a transport after the second service just immediately after this service just see brother Philip Andre and as well as brother Thomas Watt Amen. Amen. They will be able to make sure that you arrive safely home because it's your duty to attend the Lord's Supper. Amen. Now the sisters were suggesting something that Normally when there is a communion, we have to eat together. I consider that to be a very brilliant idea, but the body will see how they operationalize it because the family that stays together is together and remains together. Yes. Amen. Amen. Even in spirit when we go there, we eat together. Amen. Amen. Now, this morning I want to speak on the battlefield of the mind. The battlefield of the mind. Amen. The mind, it is a battlefield. Every man and woman in the building right now, they are engaged in some battle of some sort. Uh, sometime, the assumption that Satan would want you to have is that you are the only one that is going through a battle. Life is a battle. How many believe that? Amen. Life is a battle. And once you are born, you are born and born into the battle until you leave this earth. Amen. Amen. But the, God has given us the mechanism, ways and methods of how to cope with our betters. Now, we live during a time where this phrase is it's in, it's almost on everyone's lips, I am losing my mind. Amen. Could be because of circumstances, could be because of pressure or various experiences that you go through, but the phrase on people's mind today is, I am losing my mind. Amen. And losing your mind is a beginning of a great step. Amen. Losing your mind is a great step in the right direction. Because when you lose, you've got to gain something. It says, let the mind that was in Christ be in you. So you can not have your own mind and your mind of Christ at the same time. The Lord God says your thoughts are not my thoughts, your ways are not my ways. Now that's why Paul encouraged the believers and said, Let the mind that was in Christ be in you. I have spoken to you many a times how mysterious the mind is. Mind is not a brain. You don't need to inherit the brain of Jesus, but you've got to get to the mind of Christ. Um, and because the mind, even psychologists and even people that specialize with the mind, they are battling to locate the mind. Because now the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, not in his brain. Uh, now later on, because, you know, science only catch up after Christianity. What we consider bre- uh, our breaking news will be their breaking news in the future. What we know now, they will only discover later. We told them many years ago through the messenger that it is possible for a woman to give birth to twins of different fathers. They refused and said it can never be. It's madness. But later on, they discovered it, and they gave it a, a very big weight that I used the other time uh, to describe that, that scenario. Amen. Amen. Uh, They never thought that there is is what we call the earthquake place under Los Angeles, Uh, but the prophet spoke many years back and said there are honeycombs under the Los Angeles. Then later science comes and says, now we have found it, but they never come back to apologize. (laughs) They just give it a better name. Uh, to show that they are the ones that have discovered it. Now they have discovered that a heart can think. They can even measure the 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 graphically the messages from the heart to the brain. But then they said, no way, the heart can never think. But God spoke many years ago and said the heart can think. Amen. 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 Now... Uh, This morning so we want to speak about the mind The battlefield of the mind You're going to win your battle in your mind Or you're going to lose your battle in your mind Amen Amen. But we're just here to encourage you young people asked me here Unfortunately I was in Nelspreet I spent uh, time with other young people at some college there there seem to be one dominant question that young people have. How can I overcome?
2: Uh,
1: because they acknowledge that they are in a better. How, how, how can I live right in a world that lives wrong? How can I think right in a world that thinks wrong? Then I always give that analogy that the prophet gave. There are two dogs in your mind. There is a black dog and there is a white dog. And uh, whether, and they are constantly fighting. And if you say which one is going to win, it depends the one that you feed most. Amen. A black dog thrives on hip-hop, rap, hallelujah, uh, pornographic material, gossip, gangsterism. Uh, that's a black dog. So if you are feeding a black dog, it gets bigger and bigger and it will finish off that white house, white dog. The white dog, as you have come here, we are here to feed the white dog. Yes. Amen. Amen. Uh, now, as we feed the white dog, uh, we must feed it the weight. And after the service, you listen to the tape, you feed it the weight. Yes. You read your Bible, you feed it the weight. Yes. Then the more the white dog grows and grows, it outgrows the black dog then it will deal with it are you still with me so what are, this morning I can ask what are you feeding in your mind and there, are, and there are young people that think they are clever they think that they can feed a white dog and a black dog I'm telling you it doesn't work like that and actually you are only in service why on Sunday and Wednesday and the rest of the week you, you can be tempted to feed a black dog And even by the time you come to the service, the black dog is barking. You can't hear anything because it has become bigger and bigger and it is outgrowing you. And not long, the very black dog can even drown you into depression where you even kill yourself. It robs you of your happiness. But the Bible says, joy cometh from the Lord. How many believe that? Joy cometh from the Lord. When we are in the house of the Lord, we rejoice. Because we are feeling the right stuff. Are you still with me? Now, I'm going to speak quite a lot of things here. Maybe let me read a quote before I get into my other things. In the message, hear ye him. preached this on the 22nd of March 1957. He says, paragraph 11. It says, now, we should not just be getting about from place to place. We should also go and consider the Lord before we go. Do you consider the Lord before you go anyway? Or you just pack and go? Amen. Do you do do that when you leave home? It says, pray, Lord, help me to have a safe journey. Over where I'm going and back Ordering my steps today That's why some people when they travel They bring a prayer request and say Let the church pray for the traveling mercy And some they just disappear Amen. Amen Now it says Lord help me to have a safe journey Over where I'm going and back Ordering my steps today That I will not step out of your blessed path But if I should make the wrong move, you will warn me and bring me back into the right way again. If my tongue should start to speak things that was not right, will you just stop my tongue from speaking? Bring me back into the right place again. And if I should start to thinking wrong thoughts, will you change my way of thinking? Let me think the right stuff, the right things. What you think is usually what you do. What you think is usually what you do. Amen. Amen. You know You know if you will do right, that's your duty to God. Amen. To do right it's your duty to God. If you will think right, that's your duty to yourself. So that means if you are not thinking right, you are doing a huge disservice to yourself. And if you are not living right, you are doing a huge disservice to God. But if you, if you think right, that's what you owe it to yourself. Are you still with me? If you think, now it says, you, and you've got to come out right. You can't be going east when you're going west. You can't be going wrong when you're going right or vice versa. Is that right? Yes. So that means you can you can't live positively while thinking negatively. Yes, it doesn't work like that. Are you still with me? Yes. Now, we are going to speak about this or maybe let me bring this. I said it's great when you lose your mind in the message the seventh says, paragraph 35 he says may i just pass this to you when the supernatural comes in yes, that's the mind of Christ Amen. you become so far away from your own thinking yes, are you still with me that means when the supernatural the supernatural comes in it moves you away from your thinking yes, then you have a mind of Christ your mind is too average. Your mind is too ordinary. Your mind cannot handle lives better. But when you move away from your mind, then you, Brother Brahman says, when you become reconnected back to your maker, you become a superman. Yes. What does it mean? You've got super thoughts. Yes. Hallelujah. Your thoughts are not super, but Christ's thoughts are super. Yes, That's why you've got to leave your average thoughts and get to the mind of Christ because once you get the mind of Christ you operate within a realm of certain consciousness where everything is possible Amen I can imagine when you are with uh, no no bad reflection maybe you are with a group of taxi drivers you can't be with the taxi drivers and speak about how you are going to get to Mass Hallelujah Why? Because that is not their field. But when you speak about going to Mars, then you need a group of astronauts. Are are you with me? I, I hope we are together here. Now, let's... It says, maybe before I get here, in the message the greatest battle ever fought, paragraph 126, it says, and so an army... First, getting ready for a battle. First, it's got to be be a select of some soldiers. They've got to be dressed for fighting. They've got to be trained for fighting. That's why you are engaged in this great battle that was ever fought. And coming to the church is part of the training. How many believe that? Uh, look, folks, when you, the same devil that you left by the gate of the church is waiting for you. Uh, hallelujah. If you are here slumbering, he is not slumbering there. He is definitely waiting for you to give you a weeping of your life. So when you are here, you had much better listen and say, God... Position me in the right way. Get my mind in the right way. So that when I move out, I should be able to confront that David and deal with him once for all. Are you still with me? They've got to be dressed for fighting. They've got to be trained for fighting. I believe that the greatest battle that was ever fought is now ready to go into action. I believe that God has been selecting his soldiers... I believe he has been dressing them, training them, and the battle front now is set, getting ready to start. Are you still with me? Yeah. Now, this great, this great first battle that was ever fought, it began in heaven when Michael and his angels fought against Lucifer and his angels. It started, the first battle was in heaven. So sin did not originate on earth it originated in heaven. Then it was thrown down from heaven, cast out of heaven to the earth, and fell on human beings. Then the battle from angels became human battles, and Satan came to destroy God's creation. What God had created to be for himself, he had Satan come to destroy this. That's what his purpose was. Was to destroy the great then the battle begin here on earth and begin in earth. It's been raging ever since. Hallelujah. Paragraph 132. It says, Now, before any battle can be put in array, the first have to choose a meeting ground, a place where the battle is to be fought, a selected place. Because you, if you fight, if two countries are fighting, they've got to select what we call a no man's land. Yes. Are you still with me? Yes. Now it says they first have to choose a meeting ground or a place where the battle is to be fought, a selected place. In the first world war, it was placed in no man's land and places where they fought and there's got to be a place selected. And in this, there is a mutual ground, no man's land. They fight here at this place. They just don't fight over here and down there or one right over there. There is a battlefront where they meet and test their powers, where each army tests its strength against the other army, a mutual meeting place. Now it says, now don't don't get missed this. When this great battle started on earth, there had to be a mutual meeting place. There had to be a place. Selected for the battle to begin. They had to be, the, and for the battle to rage, And that battlegrounds begin in human mind. That's where the battle starts. Hallelujah. Amen. The human mind was chosen for the place of the battle where it was to begin. And that is because that decisions are made from the mind where the battleground, where you've got to meet your enemy, is in the mind. Hallelujah. Are you still with me? Where you've got to meet the enemy is in the mind. Brother, bring something there for me that we start. Amen. Now, this will just demonstrate why you've got to be born again. Now, and we'll get into showing you how the mind is split between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. And I've, I've just analogically said your subconscious mind is your hardware. If you've got a computer, hardware is your subconscious mind, and your conscious mind is your software. Amen now if you install if you install Windows what's the latest Windows? Windows 20? 2010 is Windows 10? since I left them at Windows 2008 Okay, when you install Windows Windows uh, 10 when you install Windows 10 on an old computer will it operate optimally? Hallelujah. Operating a new software on an old hardware is useless. And what if you get a new computer but you install Windows 95? So Even some, some features will say when you begin to use it, it will say it, is not, it cannot recognize certain features. Are you still with me? So that means the hardware must be right. Then the software must be right. Yes. Uh, are you still with me? I'm going to show you these things so that you understand why a human mind was chosen as a place of battle. Amen. Now, a, the, the safest place on earth is a place called Iceland, there is zero criminality there. Amen. But people still die, by the way. Amen. Because you don't die because there's criminality. Now, there is zero criminality in Iceland. And there is a war raging in Syria. A child that is born in Syria and a child that is born in Iceland, they are not different in any way. Are you still with me? When they grow, they cannot say, I am better because I'm born in Syria, or I'm better because I'm born on Iceland. For them, there is absolutely no difference. Why? Because there is no point of comparison. If you don't know better where you are, you think that is where you were meant to be. Are you still with me? The reason you say a certain place is peaceful is because you know a certain place that is violent. Are you still with me? But if you stay in a violent place without knowing a peaceful place, you are not bothered by violence because you've got nothing to compare it to. The reason today you know that being a Christian is better is because you once were not a Christian. And somebody that is not a Christian does not know better. They think this is the way of life. Are you still with me? I can go on with this point of comparison. I, 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 amen. amen Let me not go there Now w- w- when, when you are born uh, The first thing those, I think the screen there will show you At the bottom You've got something that I call Experiences So as you grow up as a young person Then you begin To go through certain Experiences And those experiences can depend whether in what family you are born in, it depends in what community you are born with, but definitely it's inevitable you are going to go through certain experiences. Now, those experiences um, will translate into what we call your core beliefs. Are you still with me? And from your core beliefs, your core beliefs will shape your internal messages. The messages that when you stand before the mirror you tell yourself. Now those internal messages are going to shape your emotional responses. It is going to affect how you connect or relate to the world around you. Am I? Let me give an example here. A child is born and after a child is born as the child grows up then mom and dad separates because of divorce and it becomes a hostile scenario. What is happening? That is an an, an unpleasant experience for the baby or for the child. Now as the child grows then the core belief that can emanate from that experience, the child may begin to say if it's a girl child you must. it can begin to say never trust a man. Hallelujah. Or if it's a woman she can say or if it's a young boy he you can say never trust a woman which is a uh, very rare. <laughs> a- 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 amen. Now and I'm just com- want to compare apples to apples not apples to oranges. Now after the child says uh, don't trust a man. Now, every time it affects her internal messages. That means any, even, if you, even, if, even if you were becoming a gentleman, maybe a lady walks in, maybe you because when you are a gentleman, when a lady walks in, you need to vacate the seat. Maybe you hand over the seat to her and she has gone through that experience. Already she's thinking, What are you up to? Are, are, you, are you with me, people? Yeah. Then that can translate into a fearful life. She lives in life with fear, but fear is not a problem, it is a symptom of a problem. Now, another symptom is the messaging that she tells herself. And another thing is the core belief that is there, that comes from the experience. That is why parents, let us be a generation of parents that will make our children not to heal from their childhood. Amen. Somebody has heard me. I, are, you, are you here? people? Yes. Uh, don't be too deep in thinking. You can allow to still to say amen. Amen. Are you still with me? Amen. Now, if, if that is the experience, uh, there, are, there are people that don't trust people. Even in the church environment, you come from different nationalities, you come from different races, you have different experiences. So you you can imagine pastor and people from different nationalities, different races, different backgrounds. How how do you do that? A man cannot do that. It must be the Holy Ghost that does that. Are you still with me? Because if you were robbed by somebody that is wearing spectacles, and I'm wearing spectacles today, you're wondering, it's a matter of time before he robs us. Because why? You are looking at the world through that bubble. Are you still with me? Are you still with me? That is why the reason we say you must be born again is because the old experiences have to die. Now, if, if I've got a computer that I've been using and it picks up viruses and it never works optimally, what I need to do at some point in time, I need to do what we call system restore. I need to reboot the system. Okay. The only thing that can reboot a human system is for a human being to be born again. Yes. Because being born again it changes your thinking, it changes your perspectives, it refreshes your experiences. Are you still with me? Yes. Because why the old man dies and the new man comes up. Yes. Now do you see why it's important to be born again? Yes. Now if if that is the way that if that is the case here, yeah, then the, this, the the conscious mind it's what drives the visible part of your life. I'm going to show you what the prophet speaks about these things. There is quotation. I'm just taking you through the fundamentals here. Yeah. Now, some people make bad decisions. You and you wanna this guy or this lady year in year out they are very good in making bad decisions they always get it wrong but sometimes for them to get it wrong and I want want you to stay with me because if you understand this you will understand that you've got the power you sitting on your chair to break a cycle in your family are you still with me it, it does not mean some, 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 some people they take a decision to be abusive. But it, the reason they are abusive is because they have experienced abuse. Yes. Are you still with me? Now it's taken them through that, that they, oh, the only way that they know how to resolve a problem is through violence. Yes. Are you still with me? He has seen mom, doing, dad doing it. Dad has seen grandfather doing it grandfather has seen great grandfather doing so it becomes a demon a demon that targets the family but there's got to be one in the family that say my grandfather was like this my, gra- my father was like this but I am definitely gonna be not like them <laughs> and for you to be different you don't need a motiva- motivational talk you don't need a man's seminar you need to be born again Because while being born again, it disconnects you from the old gene pool. Then it reconnects you to the new gene pool. It disconnects you from a gene pool of abusers. A gene pool of drunkards. Then it moves you to the gene pool that is consisting of Abraham, Moses, Jacob. Hallelujah. If you want to know the new gene pool, go to Hebrews 11. I will never be like my father. I will never be like my grandfather. Why? I'm a different creature. I will be like Abraham. I will be like Jacob. I will be like Isaiah. Why? Because I come from a different gene pool. I hope we are together here. Let me tell you, South Africa will try the best that they can do. They will come with the best loss to try to stop women abuse. I've got sad news. It will never stop. Hallelujah. But here is a hope. There will be a breed of men. There will be men that are not part, hallelujah, of this earthly environment. They will rise, they will raise the bar. Hallelujah. They will be exemplary until men look up to them and say, how is it being done? And they will tell them that there is a scriptural recipe. Oh, somebody is hearing me. Hey, sister, let me tell you something. We can take your husband and put him into a psych- psychiatrist or psychological class and try to say, if she does, if he does this, this is what you do. It will never work. It will never work. Your politicians are sitting in parliament. Most of them are women abusers. Most of them sleep with school-going children. But at, at, during the day, they do the law. At night, they break the law. What is happening? It does not need the law. It needs the Holy Spirit to come into the hearts of men and women. Even pastors are abusing women these yeah. days. These days you can't trust a pastor with a young girl. In church. A man preaching, Jesus, receive your house, receive. And thereafter the service takes the young girl, abuse the young girl. Nonsense. Hallelujah. I'm glad that we have an access. To, the, to something that the world has got no access to. Something that can transform a man. Amen. Hallelujah. Something that can transform a man. And make him a gentleman. A son of God. Oh, I'm thinking, as I'm preaching, you are having the mind, you are thinking of another hypocrite. The devil will always show you a hypocrite. But God will show you somebody... Who's got a genuine testimony? Every time Satan shows me a fake banknote, I say, Satan, it must have been patterned after the original one. There is an original one somewhere. Don't ever be discouraged by a counterfeit. If there is a counterfeit unbeliever, there is a genuine believer somewhere. If there is a counterfeit prophet, there is a genuine prophet somewhere. If there is a counterfeit God, there is a genuine God somewhere. A counterfeit, a counterfeit is an evidence that the original is somewhere. If there is a counterfeit church, there is an original church somewhere. Oh, lead me to the rock. Lead me to the wrong. Yes. Yes. Young man, I want you to get what I'm talking about. It doesn't mean that if the father was like that, you have to be there. Yes. Yes. You can break the cycle. Yes. But if you break the cycle, remember, your family is going to say, ah, this one. They've given him some mootie. Sisyphide man being controlled by a woman. That's what they're going to see. You know, some families, when you live peacefully with your wife, they think that some, you are not a man
2: enough.
1: Amen. Are you still with me? Does, does this make sense? Now, decisions. Then it affects your outlook towards life. There are some people that are pessimistic. Because why? They've had tough experiences. That have formulated negative beliefs. And they've got internal negative messages. And their emotional experience is uncertainty, anxiety, depression. And their outlook towards life is negative. Their decisions are impulsive. There are people that, that we call shopholic. They are trying to address a city. It's not wrong to shop. Shopholic, it means you just shop till you drop, even when you don't afford it. <laughs> Sometimes it could be because of poor self-esteem. Amen. So, And sometimes when you've got poor self-esteem, you've got to overcompensate. And in the overcompensating, then you go overboard. There are willpower. There are people that cannot say no. They absolutely cannot say no. Me, I enjoy saying no. If I don't like something, I say no. And I don't need to explain myself. No, it's a full sentence. Are you here, young, young people? No, it's a full sentence. You can say no and keep quiet. It's enough. We, we have to teach our young people to handle these things. Are you still with me? And the people that have got strong willpower. And when you raise your children if you are a very intentional parent, you can observe in your kids who's got strong personality, who you can send out and never be influenced by friends. And you can observe the one that can be sent out and do things and later even not know and say, how did I get myself into the mess? Amen. Yeah. So as your parent, you, you, you remember, it's not one size fits all. How you approach one parent, one child, it will be different on how you approach the other one. You remember we once preached on the temperaments. So it depends on the temperament of the child. Then you adjust in dealing with that child. There is a child that you can send to boarding school, but there is a child that must never go to boarding school. Amen. And one can do well at boarding school. But another one, goodness, even a day at boarding school is gone. Yeah. Are you still with me? I, I, I hope we are together here. Yes. Don't, don't just release your children. Some are never meant to be released. Yes. Does it help your parents? Yes. Amen. So, does this make sense? Now, A lot of times, some of the experiences, you may not remember them. But they are embedded in your hard drive. And they shape your behavior. And sometimes that is why when they go, sometimes they'll look at the child. The, the child will do something which is unto us. Then they will take a child for a psychological assessment or psychiatric assessment and when they assess, they can go, a psychologist is trained to go and dig in the subconscious mind and they can pick up a, a certain incident that happened years ago and say the behavior today it's shaped by that incident that happened today. Even myself, I've gone through certain experiences. I I when I react to certain remember, remember, God can change you, but He doesn't change your character. He changes the direction of your character. Yes. If you want to know example Paul used to come, the church be used to be afraid of him that is going to kill them. After he was born again, the church was afraid that ah, he's gonna tell us that who bewitched you. So Paul converted or unconverted, it was a problem to the church. But after the conversion, it was for the good of the church. But before the convention, conversion, it was the bad for the church. Now your experiences have shaped who you are today. And your experiences, some of your battles are right there in your experiential uh, realm. That means that is why Rum says victory, it says character is not a gift, it's victory. Because you fight and after you fight, then your character is molded in a certain way. Are you still with me? If you are, if you are meant to lead people, God takes you through certain avenues to mold and shape your character. Uh, mama's baby can lead to the people. You will cry daily. Amen. 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 Now, do you get this? There's somewhere where I'm going. Now, This is a quotation. This is a quotation. I will read quotation, and I will share with you what's happening there on the screen. In the message, Jairus and Divine Healing, Brahman says, for instance, paragraph 7, he says, for instance, you can leave it as it is, don't need to bring a quotation. He says, for instance, like a man going overseas, I'll stop here just for a minute. It says, we are going overseas. We get into the ship. This is the ship. It's going overseas. Then it says, the man that really runs the ship goes down into the bowels of the ship. He comes down here. Are you still with me? But he takes orders from this man upstairs. This is how the old ship used to be. The control is here, but the one that directs is here. He says, He takes orders from this man upstairs. Well, what if he gives orders two knots to the left and the man down here turns two knots to the right? He said, Then the ship will not navigate in the right direction. He said, Straight ahead. And the man down here in the ship runs it backwards. This one says, let's go forward. This one says forward. This one says says, backward. The ship will not move. Now it says, but see, they've got to get in harmony. They've got to get in harmony or the ship will never move. So, In the olden days, the men, when they get to take a journey, the name of the ship was Buffalo. All right. When they get to take a journey, then they would get into, then the, the, the engineer, who's the controller, will go into the bowel of the ship, in the belly of the ship. Then this one will come and be at the top. This one has got the visibility of where the sheep is going. This one has got no visibility. This one has got control. But the one that sees does not have control. But the one that does not see has got a control. Are you, are you going to be with me, folks? Now, now, let's put it this way. This morning, as I'm speaking to you, you your consciousness, of what is being spoken about You are following What is being spoken about You are digesting what is being spoken about You are analyzing What is being spoken about And brother Brahman says A great part of your faith Is mental faith Amen. It's a direct quotation folks So that means If the decisions are taken in the mind As I'm preaching While sitting there Some of you you can decide That look uh, I'm not interested in what being been spoken about. Then you run your spazer shop numbers in your mind. <laughs> uh, hallelujah. Yeah. And some can listen and be keen and say, I'm really keen on what they are talking about. Yeah. And some will walk out of the service being convinced that this is going to work. Yeah. Now, the moment this guy is convinced that it is going to work, then he needs to send down the message to the guy down here. This, the guy, your conscious mind does not control your life. But your subconscious mind controls your life. And if you are a message reader, you will know, Brother Rom says, your subconscious mind is your soul. Then later comes, he says, then the control is in your soul. Are you still with me? But the decisions are not being taken in the soul. They are taken in the mind. Is somebody with me here? Yes. Now, what is happening is this. This morning, maybe, let me just think, maybe, maybe there is a brother or a sister in the building. Maybe she's looking for a job. She's tried the best that she could try. It doesn't seem like it's working. Then she comes to the house of the Lord, and a minister says, everything is possible to them that believe. Then he says, when you claim it, the Holy Ghost can bring it down to where you are. Yes. Now, when, the, when she or he is sitting there, he is processing what has been spoken about. But the moment this can say, listen, there is something of substance in what has been spoken about. And I am going to act upon it. I am going to believe it. I believe that everything is possible to them that believe then this needs to send the message down there. That father, we are going to get a job. Are you still with me? And there will be reasons here, but this one, ignore the reason. He keeps on sending the message, say, we're going to get a job. Are you still with me? This one initially may be skeptical and say, we've been looking for quite some time, but this one keep on sending the message, we're going to get a job. Yes. Now, what is, what is the means of communication between the director and as well as the controller? Is confession. When we say confess it, confess it, confess it, it's not a psychological game, it's a scriptural thing. Yes. Because, brother, the more you confess it, then it subjects your body in subjection to your confession. Amen. Are you still with me? Amen. Folks, a lot of you are defeated because you're confessing defeat. Some people get defeated even before they get into the battle. He even say I will just see what will go. I know. Even if they call them for an interview, and say, I know I'm a bad one. They're not going to hire me. Do they have time to waste to call you just to have a cup of coffee with you? If they call you, that means there is something of substance. So if that has started, then you need to exhibit a positive attitude. And say, this is the beginning of something greater. And work on it and say, God is beginning to work on something. Are you still with me? Don't ever confess negatively. What you have started will work. I say it will work. There may be obstacles, but it will work. Why do I believe that? It's because I have read a quotation on Wednesday. You are the covenant people. And God saw by himself that you shall never fail. And he said, that makes the devil mad. Folks, we have to make the devil mad. There is nothing that a child of God can set their mind on and pray about it. If the objective is right and the motive is right, no devil will ever stop you from going ahead. I need somebody to believe it. I've got no time to waste. If this God was useless, you are not going to see me in church. I've got no time to wait. When you see me, it's because I know it works. I know this God is alive. I know he can do the paradoxical things. Can somebody say amen to that? Amen. Some people they think we're coming to church because it's a formality. We mean business here. We are realizing that we are in a war zone and we put God first. And if we put Brother Brother say, Give me a farm worker. Hallelujah, give me a factory worker, give me a housewife that will put God before him. That will put God first. I will show you a man or a woman that will succeed. No matter what the devil puts before him. Uh, this makes me feel good. Uh, folks, me, me I'm done of working like I'm really, really. No. This message is a superpower. This message in the end time is the only thing that will paralyze Satan. Uh, do you believe that folks? There's a quotation, Brother Bram says. We'll read this quotation. Some will come while we are here. Do you love the Lord? Yes. I've got it. Let me see. It says in the message... The five definite identifications of the true church, I don't need to look for it. He says, I have seen God baffle a bull. You remember when he was going somewhere? A bull that had killed a person a week before. It got baffled when it looked at this man. I have seen him cause honest not to steal. I have seen him raise up an opossum. Had been laying there dead, dead all night. Every creation, the gospel will take effect upon anything that you ask. Amen. The gospel will take effect on anything that you on on anything. Does anything include anything? Anything, yes. any the gospel will have an effect on anything that you put it upon. Yes. I will I hope somebody will walk away with that quotation. Are you still with me? Somebody say, Do you have a scripture? Let's see. Having a good time here. Prophet says in the message, God's preparation. Preach this on the first of April, 1954, paragraph 5. He says, listen to him. He says, now if the subconscious and this conscious will agree perfectly, then an order comes. He says, if this one says, I'm the Lord thy God that healeth thee. And this one says, I'm the Lord thy God healeth thee. And they agree. Healing drops in. Amen. Then it says, Then the sheep moves in the right direction. Does somebody get what I Matthew 18 says, Again I say unto you, That if two of you shall agree on earth, as touching anything that they shall ask. It shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Amen. Now, a lot of times when we read the scripture, we thought I must phone Brother Depight and say, hey, Brother Depight, we need to agree. There is a matter here, let's agree. And later maybe he forgets about it and sleeps. Are, are you with me? Amen. It's not gonna, It refers to you. If the director and the controller can agree on one message. Yeah. Amen. Ah, <laughs> Amen. Uh, are you with me? Do, 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 you see, do you see that the battle is raging in you?
2: Yes.
1: Because what's happening, as we are preaching, after you have taken the weight and you meditate on the way, Amen. Satan is the greatest after preaching. So after I've preached for you, Satan is gonna preach to you. Yeah. Yeah. I is waiting for you. Why? He wants to pollute the channel between the director and the con. Actually, he wants to confuse this guy. Because if he confuses this guy, no matter what you say, left, if this guy is not obedient, you are not gonna turn left. That is why, when you are bored, he goes for this guy. In terms of polluting him with experiences, unpleasant experiences, bad beliefs, bad internal messages. Uh, Some people, when they stand before the mirror, they're unhappy with themselves. They're having a battle with themselves. And they are believers. Are you still with me? Because of experiences, it cannot be done because... It cannot, I cannot go forward because you find someone say, I can't go forward, I'm young, I can't go forward, I'm old, I can't go forward, I'm a woman. Tell, let me tell you, all things are possible to them that believe. It does not matter what your agenda is. It does not matter what your color is. It doesn't matter what your nationality is. It doesn't matter what your background is. All things are possible to them that believe. I think you remember we had Brother Pierre here. He's now moved to Benoni. He came into my office and say, Pastor, I'm a young white man in South Africa do you think there are still opportunities for people like me? I say, Brother Pierre, I'm not sure about South Africa, but I'm sure about heaven. Yes, In heaven, Amen. the qualification is that all things yes. are possible to them that believe. Yes. He came here to testify before you. He says he went for an interview. The man that was hiring him was actually telling him, I'm hiring you, but I don't even know why I'm hiring you. Why? It's because there is a force of the almighty God. That said, folks, if, if I was sharing with you, a brother had gone for an interview and they interviewed him and he was supposed to get a job. But the recruiting manager received a bribery from somebody and never hired the brother and hired that other person. And after they hired the person, the recruiting manager and the brother that went for an interview stayed in the same location. But what happened is that the brother forgot about it. For two years it went by, he forgot, he just thought ah, it was just one of those things, uh, went for an interview, it never worked out. After two years, the recruiting manager comes to the brother's house. He knocks. When he opens, he finds that it, it's him. He says, how can I help you? He says, no, I need to sit down with you. Then they sit down and says, let me tell you something. I'm here to make a confession. Two years ago, you came for an interview. I should have hired you. But I received bribery from somebody. And we hired that person. For two years, I never had peace. I used to see in the streets when you were coming. I used to hide. I am tired of not having peace. So now, that man that we have hired... He's gone. That position is for you. I don't even want you to come for interview. What happened? The job was for the brother. Oh. We we believers. We do not operate on luck. Luck runs out. We operate on God's providence. It will never run out. Brother, sister, you are not who you are today because somebody made you a favor. People that did good things for you, they were obligated to do them because God put them in your path of life. Right, are you still with me? You are where you are today because God planned that you needed to be there. Our thoughts are not like his thoughts. Yeah. Our ways are not like his ways. Yeah. Oh, I thank God that if my critics are planning something, God is planning something better. Yeah. He does not consult with the critic. Yeah. He said, I am the Lord thy God. Yeah. And I know your expected end, And I will make you prosper. Yeah. Maji. If you all wake up every morning with some dose of scriptures and say today I want to think the way he's thinking. Folks, right now you are thinking the way you are thinking. But imagine if you were to drop your thinking and adopt his thinking. You know what his thinking does? It makes you sit, it makes you while you are sitting next to a wheelchair-bound person to look at a wheelchair and say, Shame. I wonder if they've got something that are they do they have a job? Have they eaten? That's your thinking. But God's thinking: silver and gold we have none. But such as we have, we give it to you. Stand up and walk. Do you get it folks?
0: Yeah.
1: Do you get the, the, the difference here? Yes. Amen. I hope we are together. Oh tell me. Show me one verse. During the time when Jesus was here, where he had his hands in his hand, his head in his hand. And he said, Ouch. Never. He says, I will not act until I see the fact acting. Yes. This, this, look, four days a man is dead. He is buried. His nose has fallen off after 72 hours. But he comes after four days. Look at, look at his thinking. He finds them crying. He finds them with the Jews, trying to comfort them. Then he begins to say, where have you laid him? Folks, even now as I'm speaking, your mind cannot comprehend that. Then he goes to the tomb of the man that had been buried for four days. He stands there, a man is stinking in the grave. But now this man says, Lazarus. Lazarus, his thinking knows Lazarus can hear me even in the midst of death Lazarus, Lazarus come forth when Lazarus came forth they ran for cover but he never ran for cover because his thinking is that this thing is possible now Paul comes and says let the mind that was in Christ, yeah. let it be in you. Yeah. If that mind is in you, folks, if you get the mind of Einstein, you're gonna be restless, you're gonna begin to right Place yeah. Yeah. if you get the mind of Shaka, you're gonna go to the war. Yeah. Yeah. Greatest military ever this country has ever seen. Yes. Don't ever undermine Shaka. Amen. He ambushed the British.
0: Yes.
1: Are you still with me? If you, so, if you get a mind, maybe of a musician, greatest music, you're going to compose music. Then, if you get the mind of Christ, what are you going to do? Amen. Then, I, this, is, this is an opening line. Once you have received the mind of Christ, it says, things that are impossible with me are possible with God. This is the mind of Christ. I will not act until I see the father acting. And if the father has acted, I will act. Are you with me, folks? It depends what you see in between. And the best way, the best way to get this guy right, make sure that this guy before I was I think I was talking to brother Godwin, is he? has been he has been the region's champion farmer twice. When we say region we are not saying Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe, Congo, Zambia, Lesotho, South Africa being a champion for twice. And when I asked him a testimony he says I was I was sleeping and I had a dream. And in my dream, it seemed like it was a... There was a long jump. I had to do a long jump. A high... Yeah, long jump, long jump. Then it says, I came running. The way I jumped in my dream, I could see in the dream that it was record-breaking. Then it says, when I woke, woke up, I said, God is about to do something. Are you with me? Then, from a dream, then he began to think that everything is possible. Then when he started farming, he didn't go there and say, I will just see how far I go. He went with his whole mind and said, this is going to work. What is happening? That means every... I mean, being a farmer is very risky. I mean, you plant three million and expect that it will grow back. Putting three million under the soil, figuratively speaking, the seed and hope that the sun will be there, the rain will be there. You need faith to be a farmer. So I can imagine before he broke those records, what, what was every morning, what was happening between this? He must have been sending messages here. We're going to break the record. Every day when he went to the farm, we we're going to break the record. When he came in the evening, we we're going to break the record. And if maybe you came across him and wanted to tell him and say, it's bad, it's going to be a bad year, I guess he would have separated for himself from you because you would have polluted his internal messages. <laughs> Are you with me? Some of you, you don't have testimonies because of the people that you hang out with. Uh, Come on, let's just... How many of you, you heard a vavavum about a certain thing and you thought it was going to happen and you spoke to somebody and they deflated your balloon? How many in the building? Until when you walk away, you realize ah, am I crazy? What was I thinking? Are you with me? But have you ever but thought of something and thought of it as a possibility and you went and spoke to somebody and they inflated your balloon. And after you have spoken to them, even when you got home around 11 o'clock midnight, you couldn't sleep. You went there and said, I need to jot down the notes. Get the right people in your life. Are you with me? Now, the prophet says, just leave it as it is, my brother. The message, Christ, paragraph 49. He says, you are not using your own thoughts. You are using his thoughts. Let the mind that was in Christ be in you. He says, think his way of thinking. Say what he says. Confession means to say the same thing over and over again. Confession is to confess the same thing, say the same. Let's put it this way. The, the man comes to the platform, he's blind. Ne? And the prophet says, "Say, you have received your sight. He prays for him. He says, you have received your sight. Now you can see. He leaves. Then he goes around. Look at this man. Goes to his house. I can see. Goes to the friends. I can see. He was a newspaper vendor. Before he sells you a newspaper, I can see. But he's still blind. It went for days and days and days until he went somewhere at a barber shop, and when they got to the barber shop, the young man had heard that this old man has lost his mind. He's telling people that he can see, but yet he can't see. So, as the young man was shaving him the hair, shaving off the hair, he said to the old man, "He says, old man, I've heard that you have gone down to that holy roller meeting." I've heard that the old preacher told you that you can see. Then the man says, I can see, young man, right there. Not on the platform, not in the church. Some days and days after the confession, I I believe at that spot, when he says, I can see this guy agreed with this guy and they activated this scripture and right there the man could see he was running down the street with a bald head because he was excited he ran with a towel around his shoulder yes finally I can see what happened what, ha- what happened folks it had to take him to be regarded as a crazy one. Yeah. Telling the friends, the family, and the community that I can see, but yet he could not see. Yeah. Then God looked and said, this man is faithful. Yeah. This man has got faith because faith is the substance yeah. of things to not seen, The evidence of things hoped for. Yeah. This man was activating the scriptures. And when it happened, he was shocked. I've got a question for you. What do you need from the Lord? What do you need from the Lord? Whatever you need, then you need to tell this guy. And say, buddy, let's start talking. You know, my little thinking tells me that after Abraham received a promise a promise from God about Isaac something tells me that if Abraham was living in the modern day era he would have already been stalking pampas yeah. so the child is coming yes. would have been calling around and say who are the best pediatrician in town after the service he would have been calling some sisters and say how did you breastfeed it doesn't sound very lunatic. Are you still with me? Then, uh, the more a year went by, two years went by, I believe if we were worshipping with Abraham, brothers would have avoided him after church. So he's going to talk about that baby again. It has been 10 years, he's still talking about the same thing. What was Abraham doing? He was sending the message down there. He said, I don't care how many years it takes. I'll get this guy right. Yes. I'll get this two to agree. And when they happen, Isaac was born. Yes. This morning, what do you need? Your thoughts are not his thoughts. Some of you, you're even thinking just your own request even shocks your little mind. Am I really thinking this? <laughs> Even make sure that I'm. Am I, am I dreaming? What, what? Brother Brown says we serve a big God, yeah. Yeah. and he says, "What do you do, big things." Yeah. I, I've told you about a brother then Zimbabwe. They were coming to worship at the altar, and this one kept on saying, "Lord, I need 100 US dollars," and he was making a scene, praying almost wanting to speak in tongues. Then this other one tapped on the shoulder and said, let me see you outside. Then they went outside. They said, brother, I've had you. You're looking for $100. Here's the $100. You can go home. <laughs> then the brother went back to, to pray because he said, I had bigger things to talk to God about. This guy with $100 US dollar was really just disturbing us. I, I, are you with me? Uh, folks, I, 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 want, I want you to hear me. Yeah. There is nothing impossible with God. Amen. There is nothing impossible. I want you, when you walk out, to say, what is it that I need from the Lord? Then the director must send the message and say, we are going east from today. The ship towards the east, it must stay on the course towards the east. No matter what turbulence is, we are going to the east. This guy will go to the east, no matter what turbulences are
0: there.
1: Even you, with your life, if you are not happy with the state of your life, you must change your thoughts and think his way of thinking. Ram says, The message, the junction time, paragraph two. He says, what is it? We've got the changing time. We've got the junction roads. The great unchanging God who is unchanging. Who performed those things at the junctions of time, the past. How much more will he do when all hell is set at rage at the end time is here? He's the same. He doesn't fail. He doesn't fail. Omnipotent meets the miraculous. The unreasonable, the unreasonable thinking of men can never comprehend the miraculous. That's why you've got to let go of your thinking. It can never understand the miraculous. Certainly, you have to come in contact with the omnipotency. And then when you do that, you are in contact with the supernatural. Your life changes. Your thinking changes. Your mind changes. You are made different. Your sickness vanishes. God's great power moves in. In the message, as I thought on my way, paragraph 35, it says God is infinite. When he speaks, it's got to be perfect. He cannot change. We cannot alter God's way. We have to alter our thinking to his thinking. Let the mind of Christ be in you. Then you will think like he thinks. That's our desire. Let me think his way of thinking. God bless you Rich. as we stand to our feet. Yes, he touched me. Yes, he touched me. And I know. Whenever
0: He touched
1: me touched me. let Oh, One time with the music Brother Chetsi.
3: Mm. With the busyness of life, Father, the nervous tensions, Father, the riches of lady you dear Lord, we sometimes drift away, dear Father. Oh, but Savior, 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 the Jesus Christ is same yesterday, today, and forever. I'd never leave you. I'd never forsake you. You said, Father, and Lord, you came once more, Father, and Lord, restored us, dear God, and brought us back, dear Lord Jesus, to our place. To our kingdom to our land that's flowing with milk and honey father to a land that you have given us father yes the holy ghost the blessings the joy dear lord jesus the confidence dear lord jesus and father if there be a blessed people upon this earth dear god we may look at the jews father we may look at the richest lord we may look father at the famous father but that's not the blessed people father the blessed people lord is the little bride of jesus christ yes. lord in see here dear lord jesus born in a life born in the time when it's the darkest time ever known to man father Mm. but oh god you got a little lady lord a little bride father amongst the millions of denominational amongst lord the precious dear lord amongst the tensions amongst the competition father dear lord she's the salmon Lord, swimming upstream against the odds, dear Lord Jesus, our makeups, dear Lord Jesus, like your servant has preached this morning, Father God, our character, dear Lord, the experience that we had as little children, as people, dear Lord Jesus, doesn't qualify us, dear Lord God, to be even people accepted in society, dear Father. We could have been wrecks this morning, Father. And surely we were heading that way, dear God. We could have been so psychologically disturbed, Father. So mentally, Father God, distorted in our minds, dear Lord Jesus. Our thought patterns, Father Lord, could be so, Lord Father, molded by Hollywood, Father God. We could have been people, dear Lord, could have went into relationships and relationships, Father. So broken and devastated, dear Lord Jesus. Father Lord, that there was no hope Father. This morning Father But oh God The little bride Dear Lord Was just like the woman At the well Dear Father The little bride Father Was like the man From Gedara Dear Lord Jesus The little bride Father Was like Rahab Father This morning Dear God But Lord We hear your call Father The voice of the shepherd Once more Dear Lord Not leaving us Dear Lord God In the conditions Father That we may be in Father We thank you For the saving Of the preaching Of the word of God Father Let us come and saved dear lord children of god this morning once more father we appreciate you father there may be some in the midst father lord there may be some visitors this morning dear lord jesus they may not, Lord, understood, Father, the dynamics of the message, Father. But Lord, there's a pull in their hearts, Father. Lord, that they need a touch, their God, from this supernatural experience. The presence of God that's right here yeah, in the meeting, Father. Dear Lord, you know their conditions, Father. Lord, you know their hearts, Father. Dear God, they're hungry and they're thirsting, Father. Lord, they may have ran out, dear God, Lord, to even witch doctors this morning, Father. They may have ran out, dear Lord, God. ...to people that they're not supposed to go to, Father. They may have sought, Father, friends... Dear Lord, that is so diluted in their mind that misled them and misled them this morning, Father, dear God. But Lord, they heard your voice this morning. Bring a restoration, Father, to their souls, Father. Bring souls of uh, peace to their souls, dear God, Lord. As they're reaching out to you this morning, dear Lord Jesus. Father, you're the same yesterday, today, and forever, God. Lord, the mighty God that never fails, dear Lord. We have heard it this morning, dear God. we standing upon confessions of testimony is father yes dear god that you would never lord fail dear god this morning lord help them this morning dear god there may be some this morning dear lord god that heard the word of god for lord the funds may be depleted dear lord lord money for the children dear god money for situations for the cars dear lord god for their businesses this morning father lord things maybe came to an end father but Lord, you never left us this morning, Lord. You came with the answer, dear Lord. And the answer, dear Lord, is Jesus Praise, Father. Oh, dear Lord Jesus, help your children, Father. Lord, you said, seek ye first the kingdom of God in his righteousness, Father. That soul needs to be born again, dear God. Lord, the world is blessing people. Forcing and using the king, using the word of God. Lord, cutting it to suit themselves. And blessing the people without salvation, Father. Blessing the people without redemption, Father. Blessing the people, Lord, without a new birth, dear God. We heard a stern message this morning, dear yes. Lord God. That how we need to take communion, dear God. If you love me, you'll keep my word, dear yes. Lord Jesus. And many, Lord, maybe didn't love you enough this morning. That didn't get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and didn't repent of their sins, but yet they walking in the same old wicked ways father claiming from their mouths that they love you but from their hearts lord they love the world more than you father lord it's enough that you have spoken to your children father and truly in their hearts they do love you father they may be contaminated father and lord they may be having that experience lord like the wonderful diagram father that you showed dear lord jesus they are in need this morning Mm. father the needs oh god just make them so repulsive to the message, Lord, so repulsive, dear Lord, for truth for the pastor, dear Lord, this morning. But, oh God, clear their conscience, clear their mind, Father. Take away the scales, Lord, in the yes. name of Jesus Christ, oh God. Break the fetters, Lord, and the chains, dear Lord, that Satan implanted and downloaded in their system, in their spirit, in their subconscious, dear Lord Jesus, and bring, Lord, liberty, Father God, to make them realize, Father, the same God of. The Bible, Father, is the same God in word form this morning, doing the works, Father. We just commit them to you now, dear Lord. We commit the fruits of this message to you, Father, this morning. Come, Lord Jesus, make a way for us, Lord. We know with this type of preaching, Father, we know it's homegoing ongoing time, Father. Lord, there's just no doubt about it, Father. Lord, the have a new realms, Lord, that you are picking us up to as a children of God, as a local church, Father. It's just unexplainable, Father. Oh. It's paradoxical, Father, yes. dear Lord Jesus. So we know, dear Father, you calling the last one to come home, Father. Speak to them, bless them, and keep them. We come and yield this evening service to you, dear God. Yes. We wouldn't come, Lord, in the way of tradition, Father. Lord, we wouldn't come in the way of being habitual, Father. Lord, we want to come with sincerity, dear Lord. Like it's maybe one of the last services, Lord Jesus, that, oh God, for us to remember you, dear Lord, and then we partake in the rapture, Father. Everything that you have spoken about has come, Lord, 100%. Father, truth, dear God, and unfold it, yes. dear Father. We cannot deny this message, Father, even if we wanted to, dear Lord. It is too plain, too open, too truthful, Father, dear God, and it moves Amen. us this morning, dear God. And we just want to say it from the bottom of our hearts, Lord, we just so thankful. Dear Dear God, we may not express it with our uh, Lord, with with, with maybe, Lord, material gain and and things like that, dear God, but Lord, we're just so thankful, dear God, and Lord, because of our thanks, we want to show you, we want to give, Lord, a dedicated life, Father, a life that will be so consecrated, Father, a life that will be away, like that dear sister sang that song this morning, Lord, undefiled, Father, a life, Lord Jesus, that will walk with dignity and pride, dear Lord Jesus that they would know, dear Father, that something happened in that child of God, something that is true true, to Lord, that will become the souls of this earth, dear God, that we can tell them that this message lives, Father, dear God, that this message is real, Father. Mm. I pray, dear, I commit, Lord, your children to you now. Bless them, dear God. Provide for them this, Lord, safe traveling mercies. Bless your servant, Father, that fell in the channel that we would need, Father, the blessings this morning. Thank you for the voice of God once more, dear Lord. The bride will be that final voice, dear Lord Jesus. Mm. And she is that final voice because she takes the book and she is the book and she confesses and she prophesies. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray with thanksgiving in our hearts, oh God. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: God bless you. We love you, Lord. Amen. As we sing it then we'll see you at 4:30, 30 for five o'clock if you don't have a transport speak to brother philip andre and brother thomas ward our deacons that will be able to help you so that you attend the lord's supper amen as i said it's not normally optional even our visitors are welcome for just to observe what we do when we say the lord's supper Amen. Paul said, the same night I have received of the Lord. Jesus conducted communion at night. Communion is not a breakfast, it's not a lunch, it's the Lord's supper. Supper is in the evening. That is why we come in the evening with sincere hearts. It is wine, it's not grape juice, it's bread, unleavened bread. It's not biscuits, it is scriptural. Amen. See you at 4 o'clock, 4.30 for 5 o'clock. Let's be on time so that Amen. we release you early. Amen.
2: We love you, Lord.
1: We adore you, Lord. Amen. I adore him in the building. We love you, Lord. We have him in the building